What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the 24-7 Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Malik. Today, we're going to be talking about Money in the Bank, uh, my review for Money in the Bank. Uh, I'm a little late. It's about 2 a.m., so I'm recording. It's a little late, but uh, Money in the Bank ended a couple hours ago. Just been trying to process my thoughts and uh, on how I thought about the pay-per-view overall. Um, I did not see the pre-show, so I didn't get to see the tag team match between Daniel Bryan and Rowan and uh, the Usos. Pretty sure that was a pretty good match. I don't don't know why they had Daniel Bryan on the fucking pre-show, but mind that. Um, I thought the pay-per-view wasn't. It was okay. Uh, there were there were matches that I liked. There were matches that you know were kind of dead and dry, and then there were moments that you know were kind of shocking and stuff. Um, overall, though, the pay-per-view wasn't. I wouldn't say it wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. I give it. A solid C, if you ask me. That's just my opinion. Other people have different perspectives and opinions about it, but I'll give it a solid C. Um, the show starts off with the women's Money in the Bank ladder match, um, which I thought was very well done. Very, very good. You had uh, Dana Brooke, Ember Moon, Mandy Rose, Carmella, Naomi, uh, Nikki Cross. Uh, who else was in the goddamn match? I can't remember who else was. Bailey. And then there was one more person, Natalia. That's right. Now, I had picked Mandy Rose to win this match. But I, just, I said, don't be surprised if Dana Brooke wins. Because Dana Brooke was my sleeper in the match. I thought that she might, you know, get a big push and, you know, get a big moment uh, for her. Because, you know, WWE likes to do swerving and shocking things sometimes. So, I was like, oh, you know, Dana Brooke might get a, a pretty solid push here. So, she might get it. But Mandy Rose is still my pick, though. So, I picked Mandy Rose. Match was really, really good, though. I, I really enjoyed this match. Um... I thought, it was, I thought it was very well done. Carmella's uh, selling that injury was very, very well. You know, I thought she was actually pretty uh, pissed off when... Uh, who dropped Kicked with the... Was it Mandy Rose that dropped Kicked with the, I can't remember who exactly dropped... I think it was Mandy Rose. I think Mandy Rose that dropped Kicked the ladder into her knee. And she was selling that knee injury pretty good, though, man. I thought she was actually pretty pissed off because she kept pushing her away and saying, get away from me and stuff like that. So I actually thought she was pretty mad. So she got me on that one. That was very well done by Carmella. Very professional. Um... But at the end, Bailey took the dub, though, man. I did not see that coming. Uh, the ending was very, very good. Uh, Sonya Deville uh, carries Mandy Rose up the ladder because Mandy Rose, as you know, she got beat up by uh God, I can't even remember who she got beat up by, man. But she got beat up by somebody. And Mandy Rose is uh, on Sonya Deville's shoulders. Sonya Deville has got to be strong as shit to carry Mandy Rose up that fucking ladder uh, on her shoulders. Mandy Rose like standing one, and then Bailey just runs up the ladder, pushes them off, retrieves the Money in the Bank briefcase. Crazy man! And Bailey got a huge, huge fucking ovation, man. A huge pop from Bailey, man. Um, I was happy for her. you know Bailey. Um, I has had a big push in 2017. She hasn't been the champion since 2017, you guys. She hasn't had a push or done anything uh, since 2017. I mean, she didn't do anything 2018. So, uh, I'm happy for Bailey. You know, I think she had a good year with, with her and Sasha winning the, the, the tag team titles. Now she's the SmackDown Women's Champion. Uh, and I'll get into that later. But I'm happy for, for Bailey, um, getting that moment. Uh, I didn't think Bailey was going to win, though. You know, I thought it was going to kind of go a different way. You know, I thought Bailey was the favorite, but I thought it was maybe too obvious. So that's why I didn't have Bailey getting the dub here. But hey, I'm, I'm happy Bailey won. Uh, I have no issue with that at all. Bailey definitely deserves it. Very hardworking, very underappreciated, undervalued, if you ask me. Um, if you look at the four horsewomen with between Charlotte Flair, uh, Becky Lynch, and Sasha Banks, I feel like Bailey's always been at the bottom on people's list. When they, when you say like who's your favorite uh, of the four horsewomen, some people say Becky, some people say Sasha, some people say Charlotte. 
I always felt like Bailey was at the bottom. You know, she's at, she's kind of like in the abyss. You know, she's at the bottom of the totem pole um, when it comes to it. And I think she, you know, she's she's very undervalued. If you ask me, that's just how I feel about her. Um, I definitely think she deserved that moment, and I'm happy for Bailey. She got that one there. Um, the next match uh, was the Rey Mysterio Samoa Joe. Uh, United States Championship match, Rey Mysterio won, which I said he was going to. Um, and then his son came out, Dominic, after the match. And, you know, Samoa Joe had a pretty busted nose in that match, man. Rey Mysterio, I don't know how he busted his nose, I don't remember. But uh, I was very, and, and the, that pinfall was very, very weak. Samoa Joe's shoulder was up and everything. And, you know, it was very, very not well done. I'll just leave it at that. But um, I said Rey Mysterio was going to win. No surprise there for me. Um, I think they're going to. Do something, you know, with uh, maybe Dominic and Samoa Joe. Because I've heard that Dominic signed a WWE contract. And he's been training with Rey Mysterio to become a professional wrestler and everything. And I heard that Rey Mysterio wants to uh, take off his mask and give it to his son. Leave it to his son, you know, follow so he can follow in his footsteps. So, um, I think they're going to do something with that, though, man. I don't know. I, what if they did, like, a Dominic and, and Samoa Joe match at SummerSlam or something? That'd be fucking wild, wouldn't it? Dominic Mysterio versus... Samoa Joe at SummerSlam. Just imagine that shit, man. Um, and maybe he surprised some people. Maybe he's actually pretty good that other people want to give him credit for. I don't know. We haven't seen him wrestle, so I know he's been training really, really hard. So maybe he you know maybe he is good. We don't know yet. He hasn't had a match, but um no surprise Rey Mysterio wins. I don't know if this future continues with Rey Mysterio and Samoa Joe having another match. Uh, maybe it, it probably will. I don't know if I'm talking about maybe it doesn't happen at another pay per view, maybe it happens on a Monday Night Raw or something. But uh, definitely the feud continues with Dominic being involved in everything. I think he's going to do something eventually. I don't know when he's going to have his first match or when he's... Maybe he's not even ready. Who knows? I'm not 100% sure. But uh, Rey Mysterio won. No surprise there. Next match we have with Shane McMahon versus The Miz. Steel Cage match with Shane McMahon won. And I was very surprised again, man. Shane won again, dude. I I thought Miz was going to win this. I had no idea. Uh, I picked Miz to win. Uh, the finish was very well bought. Uh, I thought Shane McMahon was going to do some like fucking shooting star press off the cage or some type of coast to coast elbow drop or something. Um, but obviously, you know, him playing the heel, it only makes sense for him not to take those big stupid risks because why would he do that? He's a bad guy now. You know, he did that. He did that when he was a good guy because for the feeling and to get the crowd up and you know just taking risk at all costs. But now he's the bad guy. He's smart. He's got to play the villain role. So, uh, the finish was very well done, though. I like the finish. You know, Shane at, uh, at dangling on the end of the cage, and, she, and Miz is trying to grab him, and Shane McMahon uh, goes through his shirt, and he falls down and gets the dub here. So, this feud probably will continue again. Uh, you know, I heard that Shane McMahon is supposed to wrestle Roman Reigns at the Saudi Arabia show on June 7th in Super Showdown, so... You know, Miz is doing, uh, Shane McMahon's doing a lot of stuff with Miz and Roman Reigns, and, you know, he's got a bunch of stuff going on, so, um, maybe him and Miz have another match at Extreme Rules, and a last man standing match or something, I don't know, I quit match or something, so, we'll see what happens with, uh, with Extreme Rules coming up, so, Shane McMahon with the dub here, did not see that coming. Next match was the Cruiserweight match, uh, Tony Nese versus Arya Davari. I'm actually pretty happy this is on the main show, you know, I know the tag team match was on the pre-show, but, you know... Tag, Danny Bryan could take the L for one night. It's all, it's all right, you know. I like the, the Cruiserweights, man. They need they need more time to be on the show because this match was very dead. The crowd really wasn't into it because I don't think they have enough exposure on pay per views. Um, so I'm very happy that Tony Nese and Arya Davari got this um, match on the main show, and I enjoyed the match. You know, I I enjoyed the match. Tony Nese uh, got the dub, which I predicted he would win. 
but I, I thought the match was, was, was pretty good for what it was. Uh, like I said, the crowd wasn't really into it like crazy, but I just don't think Cruiserweights get enough exposure on, on the main show for, for people to maybe kind of get behind them or, I don't know. I don't know. I thought the match was very well done, though. This is, this is my opinion. Um, Tony Nese got the dub there. I'm happy for Tony Nese. Um, and then I think the next match was Roman Reigns versus Elias, which was like three seconds. Uh, Elias hits Roman Reigns in the back with the guitar backstage in a backstage segment. And then <laughs> Elias comes out playing the electric guitar, which is fucking great, by the way. The electric guitar performance was pretty good. Elias comes out, does a performance, walking up the stage, Roman Reigns music hits, he comes out, hit him with a Superman punch, they go down the ramp, Roman Reigns hits him with the spear, and one, two, three, it's over. I'm very upset though, man, they could have, these two could have really had a good match, man. I was really looking forward to the match between Elias and Roman Reigns, because they could have had a really fucking good match. Um, so maybe, maybe they have a rematch at Extreme Rules, I don't know, but I, I was very upset about that though, man. I think they can really have a good match, so I hope they have a rematch at Extreme Rules. I like to see these two work together and, and, and do some stuff, so... Roman Reigns got the dub there. No surprise. That's what I predicted. I think most people predicted that anyway. Um, actually, no. The, the women's matches was next. Sorry. I forgot about that. So, um, Becky Lynch versus Lacey Evans was first, which was okay. Um, Becky got the dub there, which... The finish was kind of screwed, though. So, Lacey Evans rolls up Becky Lynch. But the referee... Is just like fucking around. I don't know. He's not counting. Like I don't know. He's like he's like going. He runs to one side of the of the ring, runs to the other side, making sure her shoulders down. Then runs back to the other side. Like dude, fucking count. Like he's not even counting. I don't know what the. I don't know what that was about. Maybe that's what was supposed to happen. I don't know, but that shit was very very fucking weird and screwy. The ref doesn't count. Then Becky just reverses it and puts him into this arm and then she taps immediately. Um, Becky retains, and then Becky's you know walking away thinking you know uh, this is her and Charlotte's match is gonna be later tonight. Nope. Uh, Charlotte's music hits. She comes out with a big smile on her face. And uh, the match happens right now. Becky and Charlotte have their match. And then Lacey Evans comes back out and hits Becky with the woman's right. And then, uh, uh, again, Becky rolls up Charlotte, right? One, two. But then the referee... I think Charlotte might have kicked out too late because the referee stopped. And then she kicked out because she she was supposed to kick out because Charlotte was supposed to win. The referee stopped and Charlotte kicked out a little bit too late. And people saw it, and they were pretty pissed. Then she hits Becky with a with a super kick. Charlotte pins one, two, three, becomes the nine time women's champion. And I look, Charlotte is going to be the first female to become a hundred time women's champion. I don't care. I'll stand by it forever. This motherfucker, she will win the championship two times every year. I promise you. She's gonna be. She's kind of like the female John Cena in a way. John Cena, oh, before you know, he started having the downtime, and he you know, he started. Stepping away and stuff like that. I remember in 2009, this dude won the championship like three times in one year, man. 2011, won the championship like three times in one year. I'm like, God damn, man. This motherfucker, John Cena, my favorite superstar of all time. But this guy won the championship like three times in one year. It's crazy. So Charlotte wins the championship, becomes nine-time women's champion. Then uh, Lacey Evans and, and, and Charlotte attack Becky. They're jumping her or whatever. Bailey's music hits. She comes out. She's helping uh, uh, Becky with the fight. And then, you know... Uh, Charlotte kind of gets the better over, but then Charlotte kind of makes a mistake, goes after Becky. I'm uh, not Becky, but sorry, goes after Bailey when she goes for like a little spear and uh, towards the turnbuckles. And Bailey moves. Charlotte hits the turnbuckle face first, knocks herself out. Then Bailey cashes in the money in the bank. And I was kind of hoping that she would keep the briefcase for a little bit because Alexa Bliss cashed in the money in the bank last year, and I was like, ah, uh, you know, I don't know. 
They did it two years in a row. It's fine. Um, but Bailey cashes in. Bailey goes up for the for an elbow. Hits the elbow. One, two, three. Crowd pops like crazy. Bailey's running through the crowd, uh, celebrating with the fans. A very cool moment, though, man. Like I said, I, th- I think Bailey's very unappreciated, very undervalued. Um, and I was happy for Bailey. Becomes a SmackDown Women's Champion. Uh, hopefully, she gets a good title run, though, man. Uh, the t- title wins are one thing, but how is the championship run going to be? That's the main question. That is the real main question. How is our title run going to be? Is it going to be a fucking boring one, or is it going to be a, a great one where people talk about, hey, Bailey had a great championship run? Because our first one, when she was the Raw Women Champion, wasn't so great. So I hope she gets a proper championship run. And uh, I'm still predicting that Charlotte is going to beat her at SummerSlam. Charlotte's going to beat her, become 10-time Women's Champion. And uh, she's going to become the first female to become a 100-time women's champion. Because she's going to win the title at least two times every year. So, um, <laughs> I think, uh, I just hope that Bailey has a proper title run, though, man. You know, I, I hope she gets a, a very good run in her. Because, you know, Bailey is very, very good, if you ask me. I, I there, were, there were times when, you know, she was kind of like the, the female version of the babyface John Cena. When she was coming out and doing all the hugging and, and smiling and stuff like that. And she, it was cool, but it was like... I want to see a mean, aggressive side of Bailey. I want to see a vicious, brutal side of Bailey. And uh, I, we've seen a little bit more of that. And she's still a happy, you know, baby face that she is today. But it's like I don't know. I, I think she's a little different from the NXT version of Bailey. You know, I, I remember when she sometimes she would cut promos and she would be smiling when she was supposed to be serious stuff like that. And people were peeping that out. Like, come on, man, you got to be serious. You can't be smiling in serious segments and stuff like that. So she's gotten better. I'm happy for Bailey. New Raw, um, sorry, new SmackDown Women's Champion. Expect to have her feud with Charlotte because her and Charlotte are going to have a few. They'll have great matches. Her and Charlotte always have good matches. And then Becky Lynch is going to continue to feud with Lacey Evans. Hopefully they have better matches over the, a period of time because I really do like Lacey Evans. Um, but she has to impress me in the ring. She hasn't really impressed me in the ring yet, to be honest. And uh, I like Lacey Evans, but that's just 100% truth. She hasn't really impressed me in the ring at all. So hopefully she gets uh, better... Uh, Better matches out of with Becky because Becky's really good. So you know she got to get better matches out of Becky. So uh, they're gonna continue with that feud. Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles. What a freaking match this was, dude! Match of the night. I said this was gonna be match of the night. Um, I fucking love this match from start to finish. Seth Rollins won, which I predicted, but this match was great, man. Two of the best wrestlers on the planet, man. They're t- they're the- they're in the top three best wrestlers on the planet, if you ask me. AJ Styles, Seth Rollins, and Kenny Omega are the three best wrestlers in the world right now. Um, and you can throw Finn Balor in there too for and Andrade and uh, some other guys too. But those those are my three. These two are fucking great. Um, I love this match from start to finish. Like I said, I love that AJ Styles didn't use the phenomenal forearm in this match because obviously I think AJ is going to turn heel and they're going to lead this match to a big match at SummerSlam, which could be the SummerSlam main event. Um, but I'm happy. But I'm happy for the outcome of this match. I love, dude. I love the counter from the uh, curb stop into the Styles Clash. That was fucking amazing. I love the uh, modified reverse superplex into the uh, into the little. Usually, what he does a falcon arrow into the little slam was great stuff, man. These two are in ring generals, professionals. Seth Rollins, one of the best in the world. AJ Styles is fucking great, dude. This guy can have a match with a broomstick. It'd be a five star match. That's how great he is. So very well done. Uh, I'm sure Vince loved it. I'm sure everybody backstage loved it. I'm sure they loved it. So great match. Expecting to have a rematch at Extreme Rules. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Seth Rollins for the one which I predicted. Great match. Uh, Kofi Kingston versus uh, Kevin Owens. A little dead. Um, Kofi Kingston won, which I predicted too. It was a little dead. Uh, I thought the match could have been a little bit better. 
Uh, mainly, I think, because this match actually went on after the AJ and Seth match. I thought the AJ and Seth match was going to be the main event, to be honest. Um, but after what they had planned for the Money in the Bank ladder match, the men's, which we'll get into, obviously that couldn't be the main event. But um, this match went on right after... Um, uh, right after AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins, so I think that might have hurt it a little bit, to be honest, because that 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 match was gonna be hard to top. It's gonna be hard to to, to top that match. So I think kind of hurt him a little bit. Uh, their match could have been a lot better. So maybe they have a rematch at Extreme Rules, and it'll be a lot better than you know, than the the Money in the Bank match was. But Kofi Kingston won, which I predicted. Great, great win for Kofi. Um, but yeah, I, th- I don't know, man. The match was a little dry to me. That's all I'm gonna say. It was a little dry. Um, I thought it could be a little bit better, so maybe they have a rematch at Extreme Rules and have a better match uh, between because Kofi Kingston and Kevin Owens are great, so they could, they definitely can have a better match, man. They could put on a better performance than they did tonight. So look forward to the rematch if they have it. And then now we got the men's Money in the Bank ladder match. Uh, Mustafa Ali, I'm not calling him just Ali. He's Mustafa Ali. Mustafa Ali versus Randy Orton versus Baron Corbin versus. Uh, Andrade versus Finn Balor versus Ricochet. Now, Sammy, let me back up a little bit. Braun Strowman was originally supposed to be in this match, but then Sami Zayn beat him on Raw in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Sami Zayn took Braun Strowman's spot. And then at the pay per view, Sami Zayn says he wants Braun Strowman away because Braun Strowman's a big problem. He's talking to Triple H, whatever. Later on that night, Sami Zayn gets attacked backstage by somebody. Uh, Triple H takes his Braun Strowman, tells Braun Strowman to leave the arena. So Sami Zayn is out of this match. He's out of the match. He's not in the match. So now we just have seven people in this match because the match starts. You no, know, I originally, what I said, I, was, I said it, it was Bray Wyatt who attacked Sami Zayn. I thought it was going to be Bray Wyatt and he was going to come back with the new gimmick tonight and wrestle in the Money in the Bank and possibly win. But he didn't. So Bray Wyatt didn't show up. Nobody showed up after Randy Orton. Randy Orton was the last person to come out. Nobody showed up. The bell rung. Ding, ding, ding. The match goes on. Great match. Very, very crazy high spots. Ricochet going through the ladder was crazy. Um, Finn Balor took a crazy bump with, with the Andrade into the, uh, um, what do they call it? The goddamn uh, the powerbomb flip. I can't think of the name of the top of my head right now. I'm going brain dead because it's so late and so tired. But uh, the, the match was crazy. It, it was a very good Money in the Bank ladder match, if you ask me. Like I said, crazy bumps between Ali and Ricochet and Balor and, man, I, I knew Ricochet, Balor, and and, and uh, Ali were going to take some crazy bumps because those are the high flyers in the match. You know, those are the guys who do the high flying shit, so they're going to take some crazy, crazy bumps in this match. But I thought it was very well done. So I picked Drew McIntyre. Oh, I forgot about Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre was in the match too. Goddamn, I picked Drew McIntyre to win. My, uh, and I said I'd be okay if Andrade won too. But I picked Drew. I was a thousand percent sure Drew fucking McIntyre was winning this match. I said Drew McIntyre was winning. So, at the end of it, you know, Drew McIntyre's not even on the ladder at the end of it. It's Mustafa Ali. Ali's climbing the ladder, whatever. I'm like, oh my, holy shit, Ali's going to win the match? Like, that's crazy. Like, okay, I'm okay with that. But, like, damn, Ali's going to win the match. He's climbing the ladder. And then fucking Brock Lesnar's music hits. Brock Lesnar's music hits. And he runs to the fucking ring, pushes the ladder, pushes the ladder on a fucking cameraman. Hits the cameraman right in the head. Gets into the ring, pushes Ali off the ladder, climbs the ladder, and grabs the money in the fucking bank briefcase. And Brock Lesnar wins the match. He's your money in the bank champion. 
look, I am a big Brock Lesnar fan. I've always been a Brock Lesnar fan since 2002, bro. Back when he was wrestling full-time before he left in 2004. Even when he came back in 2012. From 2012 to 2015, I loved Brock Lesnar. I loved when Brock Lesnar came back. I loved when he was the big attraction. Because he was an attraction, I loved his matches. He, you know, he did good shit. Uh, him and Paul Heyman did good business. Paul Heyman cut good promos. But it's the same shit now, man. The Paul Heyman's promos are the same. They're dry. They're stale. They're boring. They're the, they're the same exact promos. Brock Lesnar's the beast. He's the conqueror. He's this, this, that. I don't know. Brock Lesnar has got to be one of the. He's the smart. He's one of the smartest fucking wrestlers ever. I do not care what you what you think. Brock Lesnar, one of the smartest fucking wrestlers ever. He keeps making millions of dollars doing nothing, stealing all these millions from Vince McMahon, doing nothing, man. This guy sits backstage and watches these guys go to hell in the Money in the Bank ladder match, comes out at the last minute and just steals the briefcase. <sighs> Brock Lesnar wins Money in the Bank. Shocking moment, very shocking moment because nobody saw it coming. So I give credit to WWE for that. But nobody wants to see Brock with the fucking championship anymore, dude. People don't feel Brock when he's a champion. I think when he's not the champion, people are okay with him being part-time, being a trash, and coming back for big match moments. Okay, cool. But when he's the fucking champion, he was the universal champion for a year and a half, bro. That killed the vibe for Brock Lesnar. I don't care what you say. That killed the vibe for Brock Lesnar. That is not okay to have a part-time wrestler as universal champion for a year, and he defends the belt four or five times, dude. No. This is supposed to be your second biggest championship in the company, but you put it on a guy who doesn't show up half the time. And I have no problem with Brock Lesnar making millions and doing part-time and wanting to spend time with his family and being on his farm in Saskatchewan, Canada, and doing his shit, whatever. That's fine. But he does not need to be the champion, dude. You don't need to put the championship on Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar does not need a championship to make Brock Lesnar a superstar. Brock Lesnar is a fucking superstar without a championship. So... I hope he doesn't win a championship. I really don't, man. I, there's rumor that he's supposed to face Seth Rollins at the Saudi Arabia show on June 7th, Super Showdown, so maybe he cashes in then. Oh, man, but I, I really hope he doesn't fucking win the championship, dude. I hope he does not put the belt back on him. He does not need the championship. He can have his rematch, but after he if he doesn't win, move on something else with Brock Lesnar. I would take a Brock Lesnar and Drew McIntyre for That would be great. The Beast versus the uh, Scott or Psychopath, that would be great. That would be great. As long as they booked the match right, that would be great. Two vicious monsters going at it in the ring, that would be great, man. That, that, would, that would be a very fucking physical match if you ask me, dude. I would be all in for a Drew McIntyre and Brock Lesnar match, dude. All in for that shit. I would even take Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. People love this shit on Bobby Lashley, but I've always wanted to see Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. They always said that Bobby Lashley was the black version of Brock Lesnar, so... I don't know. I, I I would just take anything besides the championship run, dude. I don't, I can't take another Brock Lesnar championship run. He has, especially with the ratings being low as they are now, and AEW coming up with double or nothing and just next week on May twenty fifth. You you can't have the championship with Brock Lesnar, dude. You can't, dude. That's gonna that's gonna kill the ratings even more, Vince. You know this. Be smart. You're not a stupid venture. You're the fucking pioneer of all this shit. Oh man. Brock Lesnar can't be the champion anymore, man. I like Brock Lesnar. I'm cool with Brock Lesnar. I have no issue with him, but putting the championship on him, dude, it's not a good move. It's not a good move, and deep down, they know it. WWE knows it. I heard a rumor that Stephanie McMahon had a meeting backstage talking about AEW. They got to step it up, dude, because AEW, they're not going to dethrone WWE. WWE is the monster of the wrestling world, whether people like it or not. They are. They are. Everybody. If, if you don't admit that, you're just fucking stupid, period. AEW... Is going to give us shit that WWE doesn't. They're going to give us storylines. They're going to give us matches. They're going to they're going to do shit that they know we want that that WWE just doesn't do. 
They're going to push superstars that we like that WWE would never push. The smaller guys. The guys that they may never see. Guys like Hangman Page. Guys like fucking the Young Bucks. Guys like Kenny Omega. They're going to push guys that, you know, that we like, but they know in WWE they, they really wouldn't stand a chance or really make it like that. So, um... And I'm Team WWE, man. I'm always been a WWE fan. I'm always gonna watch WWE, but I'm also Team AEW, bro. I'm happy for AEW. I can't wait for AEW. I'm gonna buy the pay per view. I'm gonna watch that shit because I'm a real wrestling fan. I'm a true diehard wrestling fan, and I'm gonna watch that shit and I'm gonna enjoy the show. And I guarantee you, it's gonna be great. I guarantee you, it's gonna be great. And I guarantee you, with the TV deal they signed with the TV deal they signed with TNT, Tony Khan, and all them, bro, they're gonna give us shit that we want to see as wrestling fans, and that that WWE doesn't give us. They're gonna change it up, bro. Just like the Attitude Era, bro. From 97-99, bro, the ratings were fucking skyrocketing because WWE was giving us products that we loved. Even though it was rated R and it wasn't PG like it is now. They were giving us stuff that we loved, bro. You gotta give us stuff that we love, man. And I think now is the time, bro. With AEW, man, they gotta make these guys sweat. They gotta give us shit that we want. Because WWE's got to change it up. You gotta change stuff up, bro, dude. You can't keep giving us Brock Lesnar Universal Title Runs because nobody wants to see that anymore. You gotta give us fucking Seth Rollins Universal Title Runs. Andrade WWE Championship Runs. Mustafa Ali Championship Runs. You feel me? You gotta give a shit like that. Drew McIntyre championship runs. Even a Braun Strowman, man. The Braun Strowman deserves a championship run. Give him, give, give, give the man one. I don't care if he has backstage heat or not. Give him one. So we'll see what happens. Make sure you guys go subscribe to my YouTube channel, Boy 94 I did reactions for Money in the Bank. Make sure you guys go check that out. Um, go check out my other stuff, my podcast, my trivias, my skits. Um, all my other stuff on my YouTube channel, Boy 94 and I will be posting more stuff on my Anchor podcast, guys. Thank you guys for listening. I appreciate the uh, the love. But I'm going to have more stuff coming, man. I got some top tens coming. I got some AEW coming for you guys as well, reviews. And some rants coming because there are a lot of things going on in wrestling right now that I don't like that need to be discussed. So make sure you guys stay tuned. Have a nice day.